Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, visit them at a Hamfest near you or call 920-435-2973 or online at pl-259.com. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 100. The Bouvet Island D-Expedition update recorded live on Thursday, February 1st, 2018. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Val Hotzfeld, NV9L, Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, and hopefully some others um, from the Bouvet Island D-Expedition team. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week on the show, Rob Sherwood, NC0B, was here to talk about receiver comparisons with the new ICOM IC7610. And uh, if you missed that, you can listen anytime. Just go to hamtalklive.com. And uh, you can play any episode you like. You can also catch us on most podcasting outlets like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud. And we're also on YouTube. So uh, thanks to all of you for listening and calling in with your questions. We made it to episode number 100 tonight. So uh, there's our, our, our celebration, but... Uh, <laughs> That's about the end of the celebration because we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about here tonight, but uh, there we go. We, we don't want to celebrate too much, but uh, we hopefully will have a very long distance phone call here in a little bit from the team, but uh, thanks for your support for the first hundred shows and hopefully we can keep it going. So uh, get your questions about Bouvet ready to go. After the interview, you can call us at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261 or on Skype. Our username on Skype is just Ham Talk Live, And you can also send your questions via Twitter. And our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive. 
And I'll be back with Val and Bryant right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a Hamfest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and ham sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and Hampro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. What's that call sign again? WB9VPG. That's right, Delium 9 Bainte Pterodactyl Nat, right? Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show yet again tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. They will be at Hamcation February 9th, 10th, and 11th, and then Dalton, Florida on February 24th. And March 3rd, they'll be in Cave City, Kentucky. Uh, If you can't make one of those shows, give them a call at 920-435-2973 or visit their website, pl-259.com. Tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. Tonight, joining us is Val Hotzfeld, NV9L, originally from Wisconsin and now lives in Illinois. Val's a co-host on the video podcast Ham Nation, where she usually contributes information about DXing and contesting. And Val's one of the most noted YLs in the hobby, spends most of her weekends on the air working contests, along with her fiancé, Jerry, WB9Z, and... She's a member of many DX and contesting club and a AWRLVE, and she's the lead pilot for the 3Y0Z Bouvet Island D-Expedition. Also joining us tonight is Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO. He's a 13-year-old ham that will be participating in the World Radio Team Championships in Wittenberg, Germany, representing one of the youth teams. He'll be the youngest ham in the competition and the only youth ham from North America. And he is the youth pilot for the Bouvet Island D-Expedition. So Val and Bryant, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you and congratulations on 100 episodes. I'm honored to be on your 100th show. Yeah, we, we, we couldn't have timed it better. And and Troy Simpson, W9KVR, says, happy 100 listening between games. So <laughs> he's got to announce some games, and I, I was doing that last night. Well, let's talk about this de-expedition, and, and hopefully the, uh, the the satellite technology will work, and we'll be able to, uh, to talk to the team here in a little bit. But uh, the team has uh, had some unexpected surprises um, in, in preparation for... 
um, the trip and then uh, some on the trip. So we'll maybe talk about those uh, later. But tell us what happened with uh, getting underway and um, where things stand right now, Val. Well, there was a bit of delay, but, you know, the unexpected always happens on these things. So you just got to roll with the punches. But, uh, yeah, they had uh, a lot more involved training. Uh, They had to do uh, CPR training, uh, fire safety training. Um, They also had to do boater safety training. So their schedule was pretty full with a lot of training. Also, the boat needed a bunch of inspections that needed to be passed. And uh, the government sort of dragged their heel. I think it was the... Their, their version of their military is the, is like their Coast Guard. And so that took a long time. So they left a, a week later than expected. Uh, but not to worry, they're going to still devote the same amount of time to being on the air. So they're all going to be moving their plane, plane, you know, their flying home arrangements and things like that. So it will not affect how much time they will be on the air, uh, putting all you guys in the log. Okay, very good. Well, we'll talk more about uh, some of those surprises here in a little bit. But uh, while we have uh, you and Bryant on, let's talk about uh, the role that the pilots play uh, in this de-expedition. So, Bryant, why don't you tell us uh, what you're doing as the youth pilot for this? First, Neil, congratulations on the 100th episode of Ham Talk Live. As the youth pilot... I am currently following the team's progress via the website and social media. I'm also promoting the de-expedition on some ham radio youth networks and just trying to make sure the word is out and let people know uh, about the rare opportunity to work Beauvais. I heard that my friend Don Dubon in 6JRL worked this past weekend out at his shack in Colorado to get his antenna pointed uh, at Beauvais, so he is definitely ready to put them in the log. Uh, Once the team is operating, I will be the liaison for any youth, as well as Russia and the Middle East, and will be collecting reports, inquiries, challenges, and hopefully lots of triumphs, and reporting those to the head pilot, Val. Uh, I also just want to add that I appreciate the 3Y0Z team, uh, including a youth pilot, and reaching out to young hams and encouraging them to contact Bove Island. This really goes a long way in pulling young hams into the extreme side of ham radio. Very good. Well, uh, we look forward to uh, hearing some of your uh, reports along the way from the youth side of things. And Val, uh, same question for you. What are you um, doing as the lead pilot for the team? Well, I'm going to take all their daily reports as they get them. You know, they're going to kind of go through all their emails and summarize that and send them to me. And from that, I'm going to summarize that and send a daily report to the team leaders. Um, So if they notice they're missing an opening to a certain part of the world on a certain band, uh, they can adjust accordingly. Uh, I also send them uh, just different, uh, uh, I'll send them solar weather information and things like that. So we're going to send, I'll be in charge of, sending them a daily report from what's going on in the ham radio community regarding their operation. Also send a lot of good stuff. So make sure you email us the, you know, that's the last one I needed for all of them kind of emails. You know, they love reading that and it really helps motivate them. And then they'll also be sending me information uh, to filter back to the ham radio communicate community. So I'm sort of that um, last step in between the team uh, on Island team and the off Island team. Very good. Some important duties there. 
to uh, make sure the communications uh, with the team uh, behind the scenes is going well. So we thank you both for doing that. Uh, Bryant, why don't you give everybody the information um, how um, our listeners can find 3Y0Z on the air here in a few days as soon as uh, they're able to get on. Um, how can they do that and where can they find that information? First, I would highly uh, encourage everyone to go to the website, bouvetdx.org. That's B-O-U-V-E-T-D-X dot org. There's a propagation tab with lots of useful information, and it can tell you uh, when certain openings could be expected to your part of the, re- uh, of the region uh, uh, from Bouvet. Uh, they will mostly be operating split. Uh, which is where the team will transmit on one frequency and listen on another frequency, uh, usually 10 to 20 kilohertz uh, above or below their transmitting frequency. So I would definitely make sure uh, you know how to handle the split function on your transceiver. Uh, The team will be on all modes, phone, CW, RIDI, uh, and FT8. Uh, FT8 instructions are uh, on the website. Uh, if you have any questions or issues, please contact your pilots. Uh, the, the, that, the, the, this is the most efficient way to find uh, the pilots is uh, to look on the Bove uh, website, which, is, which again is uh, bovedx.org. Uh, all email addresses are listed below the pilots. Uh, finally, know the team is eager to work you. A lot of uh, hard work has gone into making this de-expedition a reality, and they are just as excited to get the show started and begin working you all. So definitely go on the radio and chase them. And and we've been talking some that, you know, it, it's uh, quite likely that you don't need, a, you know, legal limit amplifier and, and big antennas that uh, – you know, even uh, the little 100 watts of wire stations uh, should be able to uh, get in there at, at some point. It may not be the first couple of days, but um, if you wait a little later, that might uh, that might help. And, and uh, even some of the QRP guys uh, can get in there. So uh, don't give up on it by any means. Um, well, Val, um, they had to, um, to make a little course adjustment um, when they left because of some uh, weather conditions. Why don't you tell us uh, what happened with that? Well, originally, I think the boat was going to meet them on uh, uh, King George Island, but uh, with all the inspections running behind schedule, uh, they all took off together. They were going to originally fly and meet them on the on that island, and that was going to save them um, a couple days of boat journey. Uh, but that uh, went by the way, fell by the wayside, of course, with the inspection. So uh, they all they sailed with the boat out of Punta Arenas. And uh, they they went they they went straight uh, east rather than going down and over uh, through the Drake Passage. So they um, but uh, they were making pretty good time there for a while. They were planning on getting there on Tuesday, uh, and then they hit a bad stretch of weather. And and we've posted a lot of the videos on the website, so make sure you go there and look under the news uh, if you want to see what fifteen to twenty foot waves look like on a two hundred and thirty five foot boat. And just uh, a, a warning. See that. <laughs> and just a warning. If you watch that video, 
just, just plan on getting seasick watching the video because I did. Because you're, yeah, you're not only going <laughs> up and down with the 15 to 20 foot waves, but waves are hitting you from the left and the right, so you're rocking side to side while going up and down. I don't think even Great America could uh, design a ride quite like this. Uh, yeah, so these guys did have a rough. Uh, last few days and they were only going at making about two knots headway (laughs) so that slowed them down they didn't get there till wednesday but uh weather's prevented them from getting on the island into the last couple days so uh, i think when they call in any moment then you can probably get a better weather report from the guys that are actually out there yeah hopefully we'll be able to get uh live uh at at 2 20 in the morning um a report from uh, one of the guys uh, or, or a couple maybe we'll see um and if the satellite phone works and everything but hopefully we'll get a report on that and if not we can uh, fill in on some of that a little bit uh, later in the show so uh tell you what let, since we're uh, expecting a call from them here in just a couple of minutes let's go ahead and take a break and we'll come back and then uh, hopefully we'll have them um, ready to go on the air. And um, then uh, we'd like to, to squeeze in some of your calls too tonight. Um, so we'll get a report from them and then uh, we'll open it up the phone lines and uh, see what we can do with that. So uh, I'll be back and we'll um, talk to Val and Bryant some more. And uh, again, hopefully the team, if uh, the technology works right uh, tonight after this word from the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting right here on Ham Talk Live. The National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting, located in Westchester, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, is only two minutes off I-75. The museum is the former home of the Voice of America Bethany Relay Station. Tours are now available every Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You can see the control room, a 200,000-watt transmitter, and the most comprehensive collection of inventions by the iconic Powell Crosley, Jr. Also on display is a huge antique radio exhibit and R.L. Drake's personal collection of most every Drake amateur rig ever made. This is a unique opportunity to see the amateur radio in action and have a chance to get on the air from WC8 VOA. Admission is only $5 a person. The museum is located close to historic WLWAM and tons of shopping and restaurants. Take a trip to the VOA Museum or visit us online at voamuseum.org. You're listening to Ham Talk Live. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll take your calls here in just a little bit, but we're expecting a very long-distance phone call here in the next minute or so, so we'll see if we can uh, talk to the team. But uh, 
Val, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about you know some people are already getting discouraged. We haven't even started yet <laughs> uh, <laughs> on, on the chances of of getting through to these guys. So let's 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 reassure people a little on that. Yeah. Well, some people have been seeing the uh, the band plan of their operation, and it, and it's down in the extra class portion. But just know this: uh, any of you general class uh, out there, uh, they're gonna that's where they're gonna be transmitting. Um, they may be listening close by in the extra class portion right at the beginning of the de-expedition because it's number two on the most wanted list. So the pileups are going to be massive, and that's really only one way to help filter out that pileups. You can at least get one letter of a call sign. So uh, once they start getting working a lot and putting more people in the log, then they'll start listening up into the general portion of, uh, of the band. So even if you see them spotted below where your uh, privileges are, Look at where they're listening because that's where you're going to be transmitting and you're allowed to transmit up at, you know, 14.260, even though they may be down on 14.180. So that's important for you, general class. Don't, you know, when you see the, the cluster, watch where they're listening. Yeah, and in fact, uh, we've got an email from Ed Durant, DD5LP, over in Germany, and uh, said he heard on um, an earlier show uh, when Ralph was on with us um, that given the time of year and propagation, uh, contacts in the U.S. were still going to be possible from Bouvet, but contacts to Europe were going to be very difficult, so... Uh, is that still the belief? And, you know, if you've got stacked beams and, and a kilowatt plus, you know, you're likely to get through. But uh, uh, you kind of address this part. Uh, you know, what chance does a 250-watt sideband wire antenna station get uh, in um, in Germany? So what's well, the chances I, I, on they're that? Gonna, they're going to be uh, making sure that there's one guy dedicated on 20 and or 40 pretty much the whole time it's open so that they they're going to work those bands as dry as they can so towards the end of the de-expedition after at least one week i wouldn't start trying to get through to them on 100 watts in a wire on 20 meters the first week because you'll be very frustrated perhaps but if you wait till week two um i mean you can try obviously that first week but if you wait till week two it, it might be a lot easier because and then towards the end uh, uh, a lot of times this team i've worked with this team several times i'm not guaranteeing that they're going to do it this time but normally the last few days they look for uniques only so if this if you have not worked them at all on any band then they're going to only work you guys they're, they're going to ask everybody else to step aside so they can get first timers in the log so uh, it helps give a chance to even the little guys with 100 watts and a wire from faraway propagation. And to that German guy, uh, I would definitely go to the website and go to the prop. They have great propagation tools on there, too. Also, there is a beacon down there, uh, actually a German beacon, uh, down about a 1,000 miles south of them. And uh, if you go to the ARRL and you look for the uh, – just type in the Whisper Beacon in Antarctica – it's on the air, so you can use that to see if uh, there's any openings to Bouvet that might help you a little bit. All right, very good. And the other thing that uh, that Ed mentioned uh, was FT8, and some people on on QRZ.com was uh, were talking about that uh, today. Um, that um, there's a is there a special version of FT8 software? 
Um, is it required? Uh, is there, um, an, you know, the new version just for on the island and, and not? And uh, is FT8 going to be overloaded? Because it's already overloaded. So uh, <laughs> what's going on with, uh, with FT8? Is that for me or for Brian? Yeah, that's that's for you, Val. <laughs> um, uh, if you get the WJST uh, software, uh, get it all loaded up. There's also great uh, help on our website, on the uh, BouvetDX.org website. Um, and we're going to see how it goes. I mean, uh, a, a most wanted de-expedition of this high in the most wanted list, uh, I don't think has ever done FT8, uh, so we shall see if it works. Um you know, it's it's going to be new for all of us. Yeah, and and I want to mention too that um, you know some people were kind of worried about uh, about them being on. It it's not a primary mode, and, and on the website it, it it says that you know it's not a primary mode. It's like before the bands open. Uh, when the bands go dead, then, you know, okay, we'll try FT8 for a while. And there's some special instructions there and go to the website and get those special instructions because, uh, it is a little different than your typical FT8, uh, call. So make sure you check the website out there. And, and it's really good way for them to get through because it's a low power you know, a mode. And if you go to the website, there's 10 steps on how to work three Y zero Zulu on Bouvet. So, uh, it'll t- help you with that at all, uh, right there on the website. All right. So we're, uh, we're still hoping for a call here. So, uh, uh, hang on here and we'll, we'll see if we can uh, pull them in. Bryant, what, what are your plans to try to get your contact with the team? Well, uh, I'm going to try and uh, work them uh, as many times uh, as I can on many different modes and uh, bands. Uh, I've just been prepping up my station, uh, making sure all the cables are, are good to go. Uh, one thing is uh, my friend uh, Ed, uh, Ed Engelman, KG8CX, just texted me, and uh, he is the president of the Young Amateur Communication Ham Team uh, Yacht. And he just wanted to, wanted to let everybody know that there is a whole group of uh, young hams eagerly awaiting to make contact with Bove Island. So there are definitely people, uh, especially young people out there, eager eager to uh, put 3Y0Z in the log. But to answer your question, uh, go ahead, Doc. No, I was going to say I have a, a school, a classroom coming out here next Wednesday. They're taking the tour, and they're going to be on the show with me, and I'm going to have three stations set up so they can try and work Bouvet from here. So they're ham radio operators in a uh, grade school. So you're right. There is a lot of excitement with the youth right now about this Bouvet de-expedition. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be trying at, uh, at our school as well. And I know Troy, W9KVR, Live W9GRS, uh, kids uh, trying and uh, so a lot of a lot of youth interest in this well or we're, uh, we're still waiting on a phone call and uh, we haven't heard anything so why don't we go ahead uh, we've had some people actually trying to call and uh, we've kind of been waiting on the uh, on the team at Bouvet to tell us a little bit about uh, their current situation um, and uh, we haven't heard from them yet, so I haven't been taking those calls, but uh, maybe we can uh, start fielding some of those 
uh, calls right now. So if you want to give us a call, the number is 812-638-4261. 812-NET-HAM-1 is the phone number. So go ahead and do that, or you can tweet us. Uh, we're at Ham Talk Live as well. Um, and you can uh, get a hold of us that way, or you can Skype us at uh, Ham Talk Live, and we'll go ahead and take some of your calls. So uh, since they're not here, Val, why don't you go ahead and, and give everybody kind of a status report on what's happened in the last uh, couple of days since uh, they did arrive at the island? Well, they arrived uh, in fog, um, and then the ne- with the next day they also had fog, so they could not get on the island. And then as of this morning... Um, as of this morning, they had uh, it was very windy. Jerry had uh, sent me an email and said it was 50 mile an hour winds. And then I saw Shelly uh, Jolly, Jeff Jolly's wife, uh, say they were 65 mile an hour winds and they were getting an ice storm. So weather is preventing them uh, from uh, getting onto the island. They're going to have one helicopter be used as a sling to get uh, their 20,000 pounds of equipment on the island. And then the uh, other one will be used to deliver the men. Um, but... Obviously, you need good weather in order to do that. So hopefully, um, it's 2.20 in the morning, their time right now, or 2.30 in the morning, their time right now. So um, hopefully, in another six hours, um, we should uh, I should get an update, and uh, hopefully things will look more promising. Yeah, well, it looks like the uh, the wind's just been, been atrocious. Well, we do have a caller on the line, so let's uh, see who we have here. Hello? Hey, Neil. How you doing? All right. Good evening. You have a this question? is Joe, K7JOE, yeah. and I have a question. Yeah, Joe, go right ahead. All right. So listen, uh, first of all, uh, thank you uh, for doing the show. It's pretty interesting, pretty exciting. We've got a lot of young hams in the area here that we're going to try to get on the air and work Bouvet from the Indiana University Amateur Radio Club. We're one of the active ham clubs here in the area. We've got a nice station with the big antenna at about 170 feet, and we're going to point it towards Bouvet and try to get some of the younger students in from the high school, from the college club station, and the community to be able to work this pretty one, uh, pretty rare once-in-a-lifetime de-expedition. And so uh, I appreciate the uh, the pilots for doing your uh, jobs. It's uh, super important. Uh, thanks for keeping us all updated. Um, I guess the question is going to be uh, around timeline, uh, how long – does the crew plan to stay on Bouvet with each day that they may be delayed in landing? Will that shorten their de-expedition, or will they be able to extend their time on the island a bit, um, or are they on a very fixed timeline because of the uh, schedule of the boats and the other uh, apparatus to get them on and off the uh, the island? As it stands, as I as how I I was as I know it right now, uh, the goal is to operate for at least two weeks. So. Uh, I'm going to have to be moving some plane tickets around because uh, they're obviously going to be returning home later than anticipated. So um, hopefully, I mean, if this keeps going on and on and on, I'm not sure how far in to March they can keep going, uh, you know, because of I don't know what the commitments of that other boat are. But uh, as of right now, uh, they should be able to give you a full two weeks on the air. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, we're all having fun working the new uh, country Z60 in the meantime. 
So uh, Alba- uh, 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 Kosovo, Kosovo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, that's, a, that's a ton of fun, and uh, we're all just waiting for the pileups to uh, to begin. So uh, we'll ex- uh, you know uh, be excited and uh, eagerly waiting, and wish them good luck and safe travels. Oh, thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, and thanks for what you're doing for the kids. Yeah, and, and, and thanks for coming and and putting that new dipole up at school today, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we got a climber. That's, that's yeah, the best, that's the best weather to put antennas up, right? That means it'll work when we get the coax fixed. Right, and I got the coax ordered, so we're we're good to go. So, and, yeah, and we should and over it, that today. And we should be letting you guys know when they're ready to be up and on the air because they're, keep an eye out there. We'll probably be pilot pirates out there right now. Um, so keep an eye on the website for the new, latest news for when they actually do get on the air. Hate to have uh, you yes, work a pirate. Work yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for calling, Joe. Appreciate it. Okay. We'll see you guys. Good night. All right. Good night. Eight one two six three eight four two six one is the phone number. And yeah, is it, I just saw online a while ago. Um, I think it's on Facebook. Someone had asked, "How do I know if it's a pirate or not?" So. Yeah, we're going to do our best to put it on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website. So um, I, I, I may even put an announcement on the on the cluster on DX Summit. I use that one, but uh, in the announcement section so that you'll know when they're on the air. Once they're on the air, though, the pirates could still be on the air at the same time. So that's the only other problem. Um, but at least you know not to work them now because they're not on the air right now. Very good. Okay, phone number is 812-638-4261, 812-NET-HAM1, or you can find Ham Talk Live on Skype or Ham Talk Live on Twitter. So uh, if you were trying to get through earlier, go ahead and uh, and give us a call. Um, we're, we're still kind of hoping that uh, we'll hear from the team, but uh, it, it, it's, it's awfully early in the morning on that boat. Um, and they've been stuck on that boat for a good while now. So, um, yeah, hopefully over we'll, two weeks. we'll hear them. So yeah, over two weeks on the boat. So, That's a long time. Uh, and I, and I see a lot of pirate spotting. I just pulled up the cluster and it's amazing, uh, how many pirates are spotted. So, Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not them yet, <laughs> but, uh, hopefully it will be soon. So, uh, let's see this. Uh, let's see who this is. We have another call on the line. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. This is the K1LKP. That's Kilo 1 Lima Kilo Papa. Very good, K1LKP. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight, and what's your question? Okay, I don't have a question, but uh, when I, I'm, I'm calling on behalf of our club, the Chicken Fat Operators, and uh, we would like to let all the team and the transport ship know that we are praying for their safety down there, and that we've also requested all the churches on the Antarctica to pray for this uh, expedition. We send our best wishes to them. And thank Very you, good. Carmen. And, and yeah. I got your email today with the uh, that you sent too. me with the cluck cluck cluck. So uh, thank you for the prayers. Okay, our much. pleasure. And tell all those troops down there, don't get discouraged and hang in there. 
We'll do. We'll do. They're they're about to run out of Dramamine patches, I think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever patches. <laughs> you know, uh, unless you've been through that kind of a situation out in the ocean in bad weather, you have no idea what they're... I've been there. <laughs> well, I see that you are a U.S. Coast... What were you? You you were on the USS Tide... I'm looking at your QRZ yeah. page. So you were in the Navy? Yeah. Yes, I was a radioman on an old diesel submarine. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, I see that. I see that now. The USS Al- Al- Albacore? No, no. Oh. That, that, Tigro? No. The Tigro. Okay. Yes. Yes, the USS Tigro. Well, listen, uh, don't let me tie things up here. Other people want to call in. God bless everybody who's involved with the expedition and hang in there. Have fun. Bye now. All right. Thank you. Bye Thank now. you so much for calling. Yeah, I saw that email uh, a little earlier. It was great. Well, if you uh, have a question, you can give us a call or a comment. Uh, either one, 812-638-4261 is the number to call. We have a few minutes left. 812-638-4261. So uh, the, the, the pirates on there, uh, are, they, are they on all bands or... <laughs> Well, a lot of people are, are using it as an announcement. So they're talking, saying bad weather still on ship. So they kind of put in like 14000. So you know those oh, aren't pilots. Okay. But there's people saying up two, up five, you know. So they're putting in here stuff like pirates. And people are going, you're crazy. They're not even off the boat yet. But you'll, you'll see. I've seen them spotted on 15, 20, and 40. And, and oh, and one on 10 meters. Yeah, right. That's going to happen. And, uh, so uh, just know, you know, we will try and get the word out as, as quickly as we can and through as many mean, uh, uh, channels as we possibly can to let everybody knows when they are actually up and operating. Or if we know they're going to be up by tonight, we can let you know in advance so you can rush home. Yeah, very good. Well, Bryant, after watching uh, that that video we were talking about and, and everything, uh, are, are you thinking maybe uh, one of these days you want to go on one of these trips? Oh, yes, definitely. Absolutely. I can't wait until I have the opportunity to work pileups from some really exotic entity. Last summer, I was able to experience it a little when I had the opportunity to be part of the Dave Coulter Youth DX Adventure in Costa Rica. How awesome would it be to go on one of the uh, top 10 most wanted entities and experience massive pileups from around the world? I mean, the, the pileups from Costa Rica, they were huge. You can only imagine what it's going to be like on Beauvais. And, yeah, working and, a, a twenty kilohertz split. <laughs> yeah, and, and a little little tip: make sure you take plenty of Dramamine. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Oh my! So so Val, now now your your fiance Jerry's out out on this boat out in the middle of nowhere the the most remote island on the earth i believe is is what it's referred to so so how are you feeling about that oh it's not my first rodeo so he does this once a year to me so uh (laughs) i I, I keep telling him one of these years you gotta just say no and you and i go somewhere rare you know because i would like to work a pile up like bryant and uh, i've been waiting and waiting and waiting i mean i i went to saba that was nice pj6 uh jeff jolly has a nice station there and i worked a contest there but i really would like to get to something semi-rare 
Um, but I don't mind uh, roughing it either. I would love to go on a tent and generator uh, de expedition, but I do know women add a different element to the game. You know, you can't just and go at to least three DB anywhere. And yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, so you know, maybe a fun couples thing or something just to get done something and uh, get some nice pile ups and have some fun. So yeah, but yeah, no, he'll be gone uh, for a while here. So I'm a uh, surprising him with a kitchen remodel while he's away. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way. That's the way to get it done. So yeah. Oh my. Well, uh, again, if you have a question, give us a call, 812-638-4261. If you had to take a guess, Val, and, and, you know, weather in your area is kind of like weather here in Indiana. You you wait two minutes and it'll change. If you had to take a guess, if we had the, the Vegas betting lines open, when do you think they'd be on the air at the earliest? Well, it's already the second there, so I would guess the fifth, but I'm just guessing. Yeah, yeah, totally It's going to take a while to sling all that over there. They get two storms, Beauvais averages two storms a week of 70-plus mile-an-hour winds. So, yeah, I would guess they're going to have, even if they get on some of their stuff on the island tomorrow, they might have a lousy next day or whatever they put up the next day's down you know i i think it's gonna it's gonna be a little yeah i would say the fifth sounds like a good guess we'll see what happens maybe we could run a contest and see yeah get a pot a pool going yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. five dollars in the pool yeah there you go instead of the super bowl squares we'll sell the buvet right the buvet squares exactly that that'll work so, uh, well, let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up here. So, remind everybody of uh, where all this information is and the propagation maps and and all that kind of thing. And then also the, the donations and, and some of the souvenirs and merchandise and all kinds of stuff. So, remind us where all that stuff is and, and how to use it to uh, have the best chance to work Bouvet. You want to take that one, Bryant? Oh, sure. Uh, yes, the website is bovedx.org. Uh, that's B-O-U-V-E-T-D-X.org. And there you can see uh, multiple pages on the propagation, uh, the best times for propagation on different bands to your area. Uh, there's a page where you can donate. And uh, there's even a page where you can get uh, collectibles and souvenirs uh, from the uh, 2018 uh, 3Y0Z expedition. Do you have anything else to add, Val? Uh, and, and make sure that's where you're probably going to check for news and updates, so we'll try and keep that as up-to-date as possible on when they're going to begin operation as well. As well as we have a Facebook page, um, 3Y0Zulu, D-Expedition, uh, on Facebook. We also, uh, yeah, so those are the two best places to get uh, up, up-to-the-minute information. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to... Uh to retweet and uh, and uh, post uh, some of the updates uh, as I can. So uh, we'll have some stuff on Ham Talk Live too. But, of course, uh, getting it straight from the source will be faster. So make sure you check that out on the website and uh, Facebook group and uh, 
and on Twitter. So, uh, Val and uh, Bryant, thanks so much for taking time out to come on the show and uh, look forward to hearing some of your reports as uh, they're able to get on the air and, and get this fog out of the way and the wind out of the way and get on there and, and get going. Yeah, we want to hear them on the air. So, Yes, definitely. All right. Well, thanks again for, for being on the show. And that is a wrap for this week's Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Val in V9L, Bryant to KG5HVO, and uh, everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in. And uh, I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Dr. Nathaniel Frissel, uh, W2NAF from... Uh, New Jersey Institute of Technology will be here to talk about uh, all that was learned from that solar eclipse QSO party a few months ago. And uh, for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just go to hamtalklive.com and uh, make sure you, you give a, a try for these guys uh, in Bouvet. They're, uh, they're anxious to get off of that boat and get... Uh, working some contacts. So, uh, give them a try and, uh, you never know, uh, you know, you, you can get through, um, especially if you wait a few days, um, and let the pileup settle down a little bit. So, um, get out there and give them a try. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG saying seven, three, seven, five, and may the good DX be yours. Seven three and good luck from Ham Talk Live.